0: Log Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Sound Heart Radio. And the subject tonight has to do with divine judgment, uh, particularly the judgment that Jesus pronounced during his public ministry. And instead of reading from Matthew 13, I'm going to be reading from Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Now, uh, Mark only develops two of the seven parables uh, that Jesus spoke about in Matthew 13. And uh, Mark connects them with the uh, present kingdom of God, rather than, as in Matthew, with the uh, kingdom of the heavens. And that is because Mark is presenting uh, the gospel of the servant. And uh, Mark's gospel uh, is centered around uh, the word immediately, immediately. So it is the gospel of the servant, not of the king. Matthew, on the other hand, presents the gospel of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. That is the king. And uh, so, so Mark presents the servanthood of Christ uh, as it is related to the broader context of the inclusive kingdom of God rather than uh, to the national kingdom of heavens, which involves uh, the God's ultimate purpose for Israel. So I'm going to be reading uh, from Matthew, uh, excuse me, Mark 4. I'm going to begin at verse 1. So again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables. And in his teaching, he said, listen or hear. A farmer went out to sow his seed and As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no roots. Other seeds fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seeds so fell on the good soil. It came up, grew, and produced the crop, multiplying thirty, sixty, 60, or even a 100 times. Then Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. When he was alone, the 12 and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you but to those on the outside everything is said in parables so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving or that is understanding and even hearing but never understanding otherwise they might turn and be forgiven then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown in good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, 30 Sixty or even a hundred times what was sown." So, what I want to uh, cover tonight is just the authority that Jesus had, uh, had and has to announce judgment upon those who willfully receive. Or willfully refused his witness, and so we see here uh, in verses eleven and twelve that God blinds those who first refuse to hear His word. Now, both in the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy six four, uh, in the Shema, that is. Uh, Shema, Israel The Lord our God The Lord is one And so the the verb is at the beginning Of the sentence The verb is the Hebrew word Shema In Shema S-H-E-M-A Means to hear with a view To obeying In the Greek New Testament We have the word Akuo Akuo Also means to hear with a view to obey the word of God. So, uh, this failure to hear God uh, effectively and to hear God with a view to obeying his revealed word is a very serious and heinous sin. Those who refuse. To hear the word of God may plead ignorance, but uh, there is a willful ignorance that still makes one culpable to the word of God. That is, that is failure to hear the word of God. Please understand that in the Old Testament, individuals were culpable. That is liable for sins of ignorance. So there is no case there. But you and I know that this refusal to hear the word of God is based upon the indifference of the flesh. If you would read Paul's great uh, treatise to the Romans, you would understand that the mind of the flesh has no desire to please God. The mind of the flesh. Uh, there is the mind of the spirit, and there is the mind of the flesh. The mind of the flesh—that is, the mind of the sarts, does has no desire to hear with a view to obey the word of God. And so, uh, what we have here in Mark and in Matthew twelve is a is that that is God has that is Jesus pronounced a sentence upon those who saw his works, heard his word, and yet refused to have faith in him. They refused to receive Jesus as their Messiah and Savior. So that generation was judged by God because you and I know that it was this generation, that is the generation to whom Jesus spoke, yelled to Pilate, crucify, crucify. And so Jesus went to the cross. There he died on Calvary. He was crucified outside the camp. Please read the book of Hebrews. Hebrews. He was crucified outside of Jerusalem. And you and I are called to go with Jesus outside of the camp, that is, outside of Jerusalem. He was crucified on Golgotha. And uh, we read the place of a skull near uh, the dump outside of Jerusalem. And so that dump uh, in which the fires were kept, Perpetually burning was a picture of hell. So if you are a disciple of Jesus, a real disciple of Jesus, and uh, as Luke states, you must take up the cross and follow him daily. Remember, the cross or the take up the cross is to assume the role of a condemned you condemning, when you take up the cross to follow Jesus, you are condemning the flesh. You are condemning the ego, because it is the ego that refuses to hear the word of God. You are refusing uh, the Saul-like nature. Remember King Saul, uh, after half his, after he disobeyed the word of God he went off to make a monument to himself. The flesh always wants to make a monument to self. So that monument that Saul made was a memorial to his life. And you know the tragic end of his life. The tragic end of the flesh is death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Now these individuals face Judgment, because Jesus was there in the flesh. They heard the word. They saw the incarnate word. They saw his mighty works. And Jesus was the manifestation of the kingdom of God, the raising of the dead, the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000. The healing of the man with the withered hand, the healing of the woman that had the issue of blood, the healing of the little girl, the healing of the nobleman's son. All these signs pointed to the presence of the kingdom of God. But then there are those who refused. Uh, the meaning of his ministry and of his works. They saw the power. They experienced the power. One, in John 3, even went to Jesus by night, a teacher of Israel, Nicodemus. He went and talked to Jesus. And this man said, we know that you are a teacher that comes from God. We know this. And so... Nicodemus, we believe, may have gone to see Jesus during the night out of fear that members of the Sanhedrin Council would find out that he had gone to see Jesus. But this man received Jesus as his Savior, and he was saved. And so that is what God is looking for, those who will receive him those who will open their hearts to receive the kingdom of God. Understand that an evil and perverse generation like the generation you and I are living in today may want to push their socialist agenda. They may want to push horrendous things upon humanity, but God is watching and God is going to judge We need you to be serious. We need you to be prayerful. We need you to rededicate your life to God because God needs to use you as a witness in these days to people who do not know him. My prayer to you today is that you give your life to the Lord so he he can use you mightily. Good evening, and God bless you.